And away we go with hour three of the morning show. It's a Wednesday, the 7th of February. We're a week away from Valentine's Day. And joining us as he does every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday during the 8 o'clock hour, it's Neil Atkins. Valentine's Day is yeah. coming up. You got your uh, your sweetheart a Valentine yet? No. Okay, just wondering. You only got a week left. I'll think about it. All right. <laughs> I used to, back in the day when I was single, uh, uh-huh. old Doug. Uh, flame of mine her birthday was on valentine's oh, day oh well, there so you go you could one gift covers that. both and then when she dumped me then of course every <laughs> valentine's day i thought oh my god oh boy oh i'm just gonna go yeah. bury my head somewhere <laughs> anyway there, all right there well, you go there you go big but, news of course up the shore yesterday the destruction of the Lutzen uh, lodge my goodness what a blaze that turned out to be a huge building and up like that Originally built in the 1880s, oh, well, true. and uh, there have been a couple fires, one back in the 40s, one in the 50s, and yeah. then it was rebuilt. Ever yeah. been there, Dave? I have not. I've been by it a lot, but I've never actually been in the building. I uh, stay, had stayed there numerous times when I was a kid. My yeah. mom and grandma had wow. brought us up there, and we'd stayed there. I'd gone up on a number of uh, uh, trips in the past. In fact, when Duluth and Thunder Bay, Ontario, used to have friendship games. Yeah. Uh, we'd meet up there halfway. Oh, there you go, yeah. Representatives from Thunder Bay and the city of Duluth, and we'd meet there at Lutzen. Mm. And uh, sometimes we'd stay overnight. Others, other times it'd just be kind wow. of a day trip. But the uh, it was quite the resort. Picturesque. You'd go down oh, by the sure. lake there and look up at it. And, of course, up... Now, this is all on the lake. Now, up above Highway 61, mm-hmm. that's where Lutzen Mountain is, and, of sure. course, the ski resort and all that. And then there's... Uh, uh, other stuff now. According to what I heard, they're going to rebuild it again. I hope so. Yeah. But they had uh, all these uh, old, uh, you know, stuffed animals in there. In yeah. fact, I remember they had a uh, uh, polar bear stuffed in there in Is a case. Right? Of course, never native of this no, neck of the no. woods. Maybe back during the period of glaciation. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm not sure. But um, along with the saber-toothed tiger. Oh yeah, yeah, and. So they had a uh, a nice restaurant there. We'd uh, eaten there a number of times and overlooking the lake. Uh, There was a swimming pool in the back. In fact, Mm -hmm. it was an outdoor pool at one point in time that was heated. And you could go outside and swim in the pool. And then they enclosed it. They had a sauna there. (laughs) So I'll tell you my story. Here's here's one of my favorite stories up at Lucid. So this is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. (laughs) <laughs> a friend of mine and I that were hanging out together, uh, and uh, she liked to take a lot of saunas. Okay. So we ended up, uh, we went up to Lutz and decided a bunch of us to do a nice weekend up there and went swimming in the pool, and then uh, she went and did the sauna. And then she did several saunas. Well, we'd had some adult beverages, and we decided to go down to have dinner. And so yeah. we were sitting down at dinner, had a little bit of wine, and all of a sudden she looked at me, and her eyes almost crossed. And down she went on the table. Oh, no. She got dehydrated and oh. literally almost passed out. Yeah. The staff was all going nuts. Wow. And finally, I was able to get her upstairs uh, into Boy. bed. And, of course, they didn't have elevators uh, there to go oh, up okay. there. And I had yeah. to kind of carry her up the stairs. <laughs> and anyway, so uh, she went to bed, and I just kind of sat around there and watched the three channels that were available, and <laughs> and that was about it. But it was like coming out of a movie. There's a couple wow. movies there have instances like that. and uh, But a, it was a great resort. 
Keep hydrated, I guess, is the Keep key hydrated. there when yeah. you're taking a sound. That, that's true. You talk to anybody. Our buddy Corey up in, uh, up on the range yeah. here, he'd tell you that. Okay. So uh, you uh, dry out pretty quick. It's great to open up the pores, but right. if you're... You're sweating like crazy. <laughs> sweating like crazy, and all of a sudden, if you're drinking alcohol yeah. and not drinking well, water, and of course, either, alcohol right. dehydrates you in the whole mm. nine yards. So, uh, all right. But there's my... But Lutzen, uh, my mom and aunt used to go up there and stay, and... Uh, you know, very picturesque, and again, uh, reason, it, at the time, and the times it was reasonably priced, mm-hmm. and there were a lot of uh, activities. We they'd had. Uh, I remember one time a bunch of us went up there for Thanksgiving, and they had a big Thanksgiving buffet. We rented a bunch mm-hmm. of rooms up there, and um, a whole family group, and had one heck of a good time. So food well, was always good. Yeah, until they do rebuild, that's going to be quite a loss for the area, obviously. But. I, I think not so. being able to rent uh, anything out uh, this this summer. Well, up over the hill they have. Uh, okay. Up on the hill they have a big. Just the lodge resort. itself that burned, not the, the lodge burned, and then yeah. up on the hill where the skiing is, they've got okay. uh, you know hotel rooms up there and all that sort of all thing right, too. Good. So it's uh, really a sad deal. Yeah, it really was, but spectacular fire for sure. Some of the uh, I saw the, the, the uh, videos I saw are just amazing. And honestly. I saw the aftermath with people going yeah. up there and, and taking a look. So, <clears> but uh, uh, great. Great, great spot. So hopefully they do rebuild. Not a good day for Nikki Haley at the uh, Nevada Republican presidential primary. If she lost to uh, none of these candidates, <laughs> which is kind of sad. So was Trump not on the ballot? No, apparently not. He was not on the ballot, but he will be in the, uh, I don't know, the uh, uh, caucus that they'll have in Nevada. That's kind of well, a weird Well, this was system. the primary. Then they do a caucus. Yeah, that, that a caucus is kind too, of... but... That yeah, is Trump is expected to win the caucus, and then he'll get all the delegates. I don't know how that works. And then uh, we've got Super Tuesday coming up in March here now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Haley and the rest of them will be on the ballot. I guess right. Dean Phillips on the Democratic side is hanging in there, and, hmm. you know, his is a hopeless cause there. But, uh, you know, I respect anybody that puts her foot forward and decides yeah. to run. you got Robert Kennedy Jr., who's... Going to do a bid for a third party, and he sounds like he's building a little bit of steam. They're getting kind really? of worried about him. All right. So well. we'll see what happens there. But All we right. have Bruce Siski giving us the truth, justice, <laughs> the American way with sports. All right. Boy, there's a build-up, Bruce. Go Boy, for it. Boy, I don't know how am I <laughs> live up to that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Bruce Siski. We're not supposed to build these expectations. We're supposed to (laughs) minimize expectations so that the performance looks better. Well, when I saw you sauntering down the hall, I just had to do that. Couldn't help yourself? I couldn't. couldn't. (laughs) That's actually not surprising. Uh Uh, Bulls beat the Timberwolves last night in overtime 129-123 to as the Wolves blow a 23-point lead in game one of a five-game road trip. Uh, the Bucks wrapped up their road trip last night, somewhat shorthanded. Lost to Phoenix, one fourteen to one hundred six. Damian Lillard, Brooke Lopez sat out. Chris Middleton joined them on the shelf after he sprained an ankle in the first quarter. Border battle round one mm-hmm. in Milwaukee tomorrow night. The Wolves and Bucks are coverage at six forty five here on KDAL. The Wild off their All Star break in Chicago, eight thirty start tonight against the Blackhawks on AM seven ten. Eh, more like about eight fifty for the face off. All right. National television being what it is. Coverage at 8.15. As the Wild, seven points out of a playoff spot in the Western Conference. They've got 33 games in the regular season to make up that deficit. Girls High School Hockey Playoffs. They're into the semis in Section 7A after last night's first round. The semis are Saturday in Proctor at the St. Luke Sports and Event Center. Blokiesco Carlton versus Proctor Hermantown at 11 a.m. 
Moose Lake area takes on Duluth Marshall at two. Championship game also in Proctor one week from tonight. Section 7 AA quarterfinals are tomorrow. Duluth at Andover and Northern Tier traveling to Grand Rapids Greenway. A record 68 million Americans expected to bet on the upcoming Super Bowl this Sunday. That is a 35% increase from just a year ago. I am uh, legal betting? Yeah, uh, that'd be legal. Well, yeah, right. I am one of them. It's up because there are more sports legal bettings around the country. It's not here. Yeah, do you, not uh, yet, anyway. Do you bet? I, I did. I do have some yeah. uh, money in this game on Sunday. Yeah? On um, a football board? Or just legally. Uh, legally. <laughs> yeah, or, we stopped in Iowa on the way uh, uh, to Nebraska. Uh, okay. And it the isn't just the game. Have it, so yeah. You don't, ha- you don't have to legal. just bet on the game. You can bet on other stuff, too, like whether Taylor Swift will endorse President Biden after the Super Bowl. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's one of the uh, bet online Wait, But it has to happen after the game. It can't yeah, happen, like, yes. in July. Also bets if more people watch the Super Bowl or vote in the 2024 election. Yikes. Uh, Ooh, that might be close. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Could Actually, I, would, I, think, I think the 2020 election, <laughs> if you base it off of that, the election's got to win that easily, but who knows if the turnout's going to be as good, right? Uh, we don't know. The, the uh, 60 Minutes Sunday, they had a deal on sports betting. Oh, and really? of course, there's some real concerns about people going over the edge. Well, well, this yeah. is, Any uh, kind of gambling is the same This thing. is the 21 yeah. to 35 age group, right? apparently. And uh, sports betting, uh, going online and doing sports betting with apps and that sort of yep. thing. And they really got into it. And, Having uh, it at the, at the palm of your hand, it does introduce a whole lot of different yeah. perils that, that aren't necessarily there if you have to walk into a casino and do it, yep. right? Yeah. You know, have you, you've been out to Vegas. It's been a long time, but I have. And it's just amazing out there when you go to some of these casinos. There's like a huge arena. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole wall <laughs> is wall to wall games. Yeah. yeah. And 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 here you could have sit down there and you start betting on all the and these games are all over the place. Like the 100... sports books are incredible there. Yeah. It's just something else. Actually the one I stopped in in Iowa is not too bad. There's TVs all over one side mm-hmm. of the the one wall and it's it's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. So. All right. Well, good luck on your bet. And uh, thank you. I have multiple, so we'll see how they go. <laughs> well, good. Let us I'm know. Sending, maybe you'll buy I'm us sending uh, some U.S. mail to Iowa next week. <laughs> maybe you'll win and buy us a cup of coffee or something. Ooh, okay. maybe. Maybe. All right. Thank you, Bruce. <laughs> yeah. It is uh, eight twenty-two. Yeah. Another one of the bets uh, up for grabs are is Usher, who will be the halftime entertainment. Will say the president's name during his performance. Really? What president? Uh, well, the one that's oh, in the office U.S. Now. president. Yeah. Okay, there you or go. if uh, any Biden or Trump jokes might be made during the Super Bowl commercials. Mm. That's another thing. That's uh, well, there you go. Uh-huh. It's going to be interesting to see what's uh, happening. A lot of people will tune in just for the commercials. Those that don't care about football. You know, some of them, or been... some may tune in just to see if. Uh, uh, Taylor Swift is going to be shown or not. So is Taylor Swift going to be the behind-the-scenes <laughs> halftime show here or what? No, she's just going to be up gonna in the booth up in watching the her honey play football, yeah, I guess. Up in the stands and they'll see well, her way. Well, not in the and, stands, but in one of the booths. One of the booths there. One which, of... by the way, cost a million dollars if you want to go and get a booth. To get a booth. Yeah, a million dollars. Most of the basic tickets are over 10000 Oh, yeah, they're expensive. I, I was invited one time. Somebody had Holy uh, tickets. And well, they, back in the first two Super Bowls, you could get them for like four or five bucks, I Well, think. this was back in the yeah. uh, 80s and when the Super Bowl was on in New Orleans. Oh, okay. And a local guy that I knew, he, uh, he had tickets. And he said, huh. you know, Neil, if you want to come to it, you can come. But yeah. guess what? I had to book a plane to fly uh, down. Well, and actually, right. there was... Uh, 
a suite of rooms that they had. Mm. The problem was he invited me like three days before the event, <laughs> and I'm I'm checking to see what the and this is back in the I think it was the late eighties. Yeah. It was like nine hundred bucks round trip to oh, fly, boy, and at yeah. that time uh, uh, my pennies were being pinched, and and then. <laughs> It was like, well, you know, we'll be down there. And by the way, we're bailing out of the room uh, uh, that day, and 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 my I, whatever flight I could book oh. was like two days after the event. Oh. And I'm going, what's it going to cost me to stay? Well, it was like three hundred bucks extra a night to stay a couple extra nights down there. So your free tickets are going to add up to quite a bit 12, of expense anyway, bucks yeah. just to get okay. there and back and stay overnight. Holy so, cow. so anyway, I didn't go. But All right, that's that's my Super Bowl. Story. <laughs> I don't have any Super Bowl stories. Never been to one, but uh, I, I enjoy watching them on TV. That's the, the yeah, it's it. it's fun. It's fun. The and mm-hmm. well, who's doing the halftime? You know, uh, Usher. Usher. That's uh, a. Uh, I'm not really familiar with the group. Yeah, he's well. well, he's kind of like a I don't know rap star, I guess. Not the one that got arrested during the Grammys. I don't believe so. No. Okay, uh, Eight twenty-five now. KDAO. We got to take a break. Bachman Turner Overdrive. We're going to let it ride here at 827 on KDAO. Well, Dave uh, and those of you in the great North Line, good, good music here. By the way, Usher, yeah. Ray, uh, he is uh, uh, 45 years old from okay. Dallas, Texas. All right. Uh, 79 million records out yeah. there. He's popular, no doubt. And uh, R&B. Yeah. He's uh, also done some acting and that sort of thing, entrepreneur, wow. and on and on and on. So okay. should be uh, should do a well. He'll be the show. halftime entertainment, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll see how yeah, that goes. Looks like a pretty cool guy. So mm-hmm. uh, he's got a son by the name of Raymond. Okay, uh, I just kind of quickly looked. Him I up noticed you, you've been googling I while we've Google, been on break. Call me Neil Google. <laughs> so uh, well, anyway, yeah, but well, cool. Well, listen, you don't have to Google the Duluth School Board. What are they up to? Well, they're trying to get more money, obviously. Well, here's what they want. and They don't think we can add and multiply and <laughs> add all this up, okay? Well, I probably can't. All right. so That's their fault. They didn't teach us good enough. Well, they had a failed uh, <laughs> operating referendum last year that uh, for allegedly technology upgrades and that sort of thing. So they want to do... Um, about $5.2 million a year. They're going to put this on the ballot of all times in Maine. We'll get to that in a minute yeah. here. Uh, $5.2 million bucks a year over 20 years. So that's uh, a mil- $104 million they want to raise. They want to, They talk about 5.2. They don't talk about the big mm. amount of money that they want yeah. to raise over the 20 years. Okay. So uh, $104 million. So, and that'll go into the tax base there when you get your taxes. Now... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the thing that frustrates me, and I watch here, is that the local media, uh, it's like the press release comes. Keep in mind, we are local media. I understand media. that. <laughs> but the reporters that go to the press conferences, yeah. and we really don't do that anymore no, from I'm the station not, here. No. You used to. but did, uh, yes. So when I watch them, uh, the pronouncement comes from the superintendent, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to do this in May. And then the media reports, when I watch the television stations or even in the newspaper, yeah. it's only going to cost you about 11 bucks a month, okay? Well, 11 bucks a month is... For a, a typical $300,000 home. $300,000 and the yeah. average market value of homes in Duluth is just under three. So there you go. All right. So, so that's $132 a year extra in taxes. Mm-hmm. Now, the premise here is that everybody's paying monthly 
And this is the fallacy of this. This is what they do all the time. The city, the county, and now the school district. And the local reporters buy into it. They never challenge the pronouncements here by any of these political entities. And then they just go and give what they said. Now, the point of the matter is true. But it's an illusion. Well, it's $132 extra on your tax bill on top of the $1,900 that you're already paying on your house, okay? Or that $300,000 house, you're paying almost $3,000 a year in property taxes along with another $132. Now, about 35 to 40% of the uh, tax base out there, individual property owners Mm -hmm. in the community, are people that are senior citizens, okay? Maybe not retired. They don't have mortgages anymore, Dave. Mm-hmm. So they don't pay monthly. Yeah. They pay annually, and right. they have to pay twice a year. So if you have a three thousand uh, dollar tax bill, that's fifteen hundred dollars twice a year. You got to write a check for. Right. Added on another hundred and thirty-two bucks for the school district, and what is that? That's uh, just yeah. about sixty-five dollars extra added to that when you pay the check. Yeah. Now that's not including the extra that you have to pay for the city and the school district mm-hmm. and the and the county. Right. Now, aside from that. The illusion is is it's monthly, but it's not monthly. Yeah. It's an annual 132 extra bucks a year. You well, pay they expect way. you to add the 12 well, months. Well, it's misreporting. No, it isn't. Yes, it's just, it is. It's, it's not complete reporting, but you'd, you'd fill up an okay. entire page if you no, did everybody's. It, it's, not, it's not complete reporting. Okay, right. this is the problem. Yeah. Now, here's the deal. So the excuse is why do we have to have the referendum at an odd time oh, yeah. they're going to spend $100,000 of money from the school district to have mm. this special referendum in May now the school district is pinching pennies all the time <laughs> you know they screwed up uh, 10 right. years ago when they had that red plan and they buried themselves bond ratings were lowered the credit rating in the school mm. district was lowered because they did stuff now that's history that's then this is now well, this time at least they're putting it before the people, but they're putting it at a time when a very small amount of people are going to get out and vote. Now, why aren't they going to put it on the November ballot when you're going to have the largest majority of people in our community mm. voting in the election? Aha! The excuse is, well... It will be buried we, amongst all the others. Yes, it will be buried. Stuff, that right. is capital B, capital <laughs> S, in my all mind... Right. Having been an elected yeah. official in this community, mm-hmm. gone through numerous referendums, mm. we always put them on the ballot when the majority of the people could vote. Yeah. Now, the final thing is this. Well, the thing is, people can get out and vote if they would do so, but they don't on elections like this. They'll sit around well, on that, their hands and, until they get a presidential and election. And this is the reason why they're putting right. it in May, because right. the special interest groups will get their people out to mm. vote and vote in and favor the of the referendum. the rest of us won't vote. And that's okay. sad. But... There's also thousands of people that won't be here to vote at that time in May because there's snowbirds. Mm. Many people that I know who go south during the wintertime don't come back until the latter part of May and into June. Uh, Other districts throughout the area right. have done the same thing. They put referendums in April, or now this time mm. it's in May, at least not in May, April. <laughs> but the point of the matter is, yeah. in my mind, they're putting this referendum on so that they can get their special interest groups to get out there that will support it. They were embarrassed because this last year it failed, mm-hmm. and now they're going to put it. I'm not saying they don't need the technology upgrade. Oh, yeah, I'm just right. saying that they're using smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. They're not being upfront and credible here in doing their proper uh, well, reach out to the voters. We'll see if it works for them. This, in, in this a, should be. May, it'll, vote, it'll, it'll come in fine because yeah. they'll get all the uh, special <laughs> interest groups out there to vote for it. Right. And it should be, this referendum should be 
in November, when everybody has a fair chance of voting for it that goes out to vote, not a special election, when a quarter of the people aren't even here yet, back from their winter vacations. So there you have it. My little spin on this whole deal. (laughs) Let's go to the phones. Hi, who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Tom from Port Wayne. What's up today, Tom? Tom, Tom, Well, I'll just chime in on that uh, particular issue in regards to incomplete reporting. Uh, how many stories have we seen in the Duluth News Tribune in regards to the structural integrity and these inspections on the uh, Blotnick Bridge? Yeah. We haven't seen any, have we? Oh, that's incomplete reporting, and, and we're going to spend one point what billion? Uh, well, maybe one point six. Then it'll be two point one. We've certainly heard about the uh, condition of the bridge. Well, they claim that the bridge is dramatically deteriorating. They've done that's uh, according to the Department of Transportation, yeah. which is where the news would come from. They, it's coming from the Department of Transportation right. on the federal level. Also, WizDOT and MinDOT mm-hmm. also are collaborating on this, and. Uh, I, have, I haven't seen the, the articles in the Duluth News Tribune, uh, but that's well, a whole that's other subject. Uh, I, I wanted to ask uh, Neil a question this morning. Yes. Um, in regards to the fact that uh, this year, worldwide, over one billion people will be engaged in different elections, okay? And some of those elections, for instance, in Pakistan, in Africa in uh, South America, Central America, we see these, uh, ju- this arming of the judicial uh, process in regards to the candidates. And well, they, they just blew up a country, couple of polling places. They just blew up, uh, had uh, bombings in Pakistan with a couple of uh, party offices were blown up and people, uh, a couple dozen people killed. Yeah, Imran Khan is uh, arrested <laughs> currently, you know, and he's on, I guess, on the ballot. But, but we've seen this, Neil, and one of the things we prided ourselves as Americans is the ability of um, certain individuals or certain institutions not engaging in the process because it looks bad and it makes the process tainted. And here we have a president... Uh, because he still is referred to as President Trump, uh, with four indictments and 91 criminal charges against him. Do we not officially become a banana republic at this point? Just like those countries that we've mocked for years uh, in Asia, in Africa, in Central and South America, aren't we that now with a party that has weaponized the courts against a candidate. I, I'd like to hear your, your take on it because I remember distinctly there was a concerted effort by Democrats and Republicans to keep Richard Nixon out of the court system for, just because of this reason. that You know, we have a former president. We don't want to go down that road. Well, Richard Nixon, again, uh, the, the deal that was brokered with Richard Nixon was that he resigned and Gerald Ford pardoned him. So once he was pardoned, he couldn't be prosecuted. And that, that was Correct. the deal that was brokered between the Democrats and Republicans. The, the Republicans finally threw in the towel. And I, I, rightfully so, Nixon, first Nixon could never should have done what he did, but they did it. And in an election that he won overhand, overwhelmingly anyway. But the point of the matter is, is they got him to resign, and then Gerald Ford was a sacrificial lamb, 
and lost the election to Jimmy Carter because of all that. Uh, so we didn't want to go down that rabbit hole by throwing, and you're right, Tom, uh, throwing a president, former president, in prison. Now, if you go to Peru, there's a couple former presidents in prison. Mm-hmm. Ecuador, president in prison. Brazil, former president, was in prison. Other nations around the world, they lock them up and throw yeah. them away once they're out of office. <laughs> so are we going to, you're right, are we yeah. going to go down that rabbit hole of the United States and uh, hound a uh, a former president and throw them in the lockup. Depends on what they did, I suppose. Why well, are these people it, in South America in the lockup? Just because they it, lost? Well, Everything is corruption yeah. and on and on and on. I suppose. Hey, Th- Tom, thanks for the call. we got to run 838 now at KDAL. Volare! Little Bobby Rydell here, 841 at KDAL. All right, Neil, a new flavor of Coca-Cola is going to hit store shelves soon. Mustard Coke. Coca-Cola Spiced. Will be going on sale February 19th. Not pumpkin spice, just spiced. What kind of spice? I'm not sure. The new flavor described as a burst of refreshing raspberry flavors and spiced notes. Oh. Uh, The company is also launching a flavor called Happy Tears. That will be available exclusively on TikTok starting February 17th, marking Random Acts of Kindness Day. Interesting. The flavor described as the taste of Coca-Cola paired with a splash of salty minerals. Salty minerals? So there you go. Two different flavors of Coca-Cola. This is going to be uh, sea salt, though. I have no idea okay. what they're going to do. There, there you go. That's, uh, we got a phone call here. I think it's uh, some Dan from Renshaw. Is Dan, maybe. Renshaw, Dan. Good morning. Morning. What's going on? Well, you know, I I listen to Tom, and I agree with him 100%. And I know it's hard to uh, sometimes get a message across, you know, your show there, because you have yin and yang. (laughs) You know, you have a liberal and you have a conservative or semi-conservative trying to... uh, I I uh, put myself in the middle. Oh, yeah, right. Dave's not a lefty. Come on <laughs> no. now. Dave's not a lefty. You're I'll not. agree to some things on both ends, but you not You do play uh, good things. music. That's what I could say. <laughs> you know, I well, really love your music for. choices. Yeah. But uh, as far as uh, the crime family, the Biden crime family, you know, it's they should be the ones that are looking at prison time. But they're mm. not because the Justice Department and uh, the other departments, the FBI. All the stuff the Trump did is certainly fine. There's no problems there at all. Oh, yeah, right. Right. Yeah. So uh, we need we, we have a bar, dark cloud over Washington. I agree with that. And we need to get rid of these corrupt politicians. And there's only one man that we know of Who's right not now corrupt. that can do that. And who would that be? You know who that is. Oh, boy. That's Donald Trump. Yeah, no corruption there at all. No. Uh, okay, thanks for the call. I'm sorry. Dan, Dan, thanks. <laughs> well, according to the Biden crew, uh, yeah. it's the Trump... I think cl- the whole bunch of them should well, go away, uh, Dave, but there's no option. According to the Biden crew, it's the Trump crime family, and of yeah, course the right. Trump folks are saying that it's the Biden crime family. And you've got Hunter Biden under indictment uh, in numerous cases, so mm-hmm. we've got those issues going on. And, and Hunter's addiction problems and, and right. on and on and on. And that's the, but he's not the, the president either. But allegedly... He went and uh, yeah. fawned off the influence of his father. So anyway, right. that'll that'll all sort out in the courts. <laughs> so I don't know what's going what, to... What's so ludicrous about the way they've ga- gone after Trump, especially on real estate deals, oh, well. is the fact that 
Trump's organization played by the rules as Democratic big shots and billionaires have mm. done the same and Republican big shots and billionaires have done the same. Mm. They use the tax codes. They use tax increment financing. It's available in various states to be able to so it's tear not down necessarily what legal, but everybody's doing it. It's so. all legal. Yeah, it is oh, all it is 100% legal. Well, okay? then what are they getting them for? Because they're claiming it's not. Oh. <laughs> all right? This, uh, this, this is the crosshairs. What yeah. they're claiming out in the property transactions out in the state of New York mm. with the Trump Organization is that they overinflated the prices on the properties to be able to get assistance when right. they did their developments. And that... When you're calling the kettle black, you mm. better turn the whole kettle around <laughs> and look at all the other developers Everybody that else the does Democrats supported yeah. and funded Democratic causes mm. and Republican causes. Because everybody out there in the Big Apple was doing the same thing that the Trump organization right. was. We got another call. Hi, who's this? Hey, good morning. I had to chime in. Corey from the range. Corey from the range. So, Corey, <laughs> quick question for you. Yes. If you do three saunas in a row... How yes. much water do you need to drink so that you don't pass out? Well, just uh, drink a pint an hour. There you should go. Good. You okay. should drink as much as you sweat out, I suppose, you should drink in, right? Well, don't. Yes, and All remember right. the, the analogy for a sauna is the solution to pollution is dilution. Ooh, dilution. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So, But you guys got a great show going on. Dave, you remind me of... Uh, backing up the media because you've been into it well, for so yeah. years. Right. Hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. Very much what I was like with the medical community because I was immersed in it and worked in it for so many years until I had my eyes open to be able to look at things uh-huh. from another angle to go, ah, you know what? Maybe what we are being told isn't necessarily the truth. Where do you determine where the truth is? Well, that's where one has to dig down and check the internet. Do this. No, do some of your <laughs> own research. With it's there, go for alternative sources rather than the mainstream wow. media because they have proven what you, Dave. You read what's in front of you. That, that absolutely. That's what, but what's put in front of you isn't always the way it is right. most of the time. At, at some so. point in time, look at. I mean, I'll use a couple of examples that. We're shoved on our throats over the years. Butter is bad for you by margin. Now, all of a sudden, we find <laughs> right. out butter isn't that bad for you, okay? Uh, unless you're yeah. eating a pound of it a day. Okay? Well, at the time, they probably thought it was. Well, th- this is the problem. <laughs> right. Then they find out more research. Then they say, find oh, out they're wrong. Okay, right. eggs. Oh my God in heaven! <laughs> if you eat eggs, you're going to die. Your heart's going to burst and blow your eyes out. Yeah. Well, no. Eggs are actually good for you, okay? Mm-hmm. And and so here's some examples that it was thrown down our throats. The media went with the national yep. uh, uh, purveyors of the information, mm-hmm. and some scientists came on and said this. Other scientists, the ones that were saying, wait a minute, they were debunked. Now, this is going back yep. 40, 50 years, mm-hmm. and now the truth comes out. So, you know, Corey, you're bringing up some you know good points. Truth is there. Yep. The problem is, is truth at times is clouded to us until rea- the real numbers yeah. really come out. And uh-huh. sometimes it takes decades before we really find out where it's really at. Now, back in the day, uh, if you put seatbelts in a car, why do you think our vehicles are dangerous? You dare have a seatbelt? <laughs> now, back in the 50s, there was a couple of fledgling companies right. that came out and uh, had seatbelts, and the big j- manufacturers debunked them. How dare you right. put seatbelts in these? You're calling our cars dangerous, and now they're mandatory. 
And can I make one last point? Oh, yeah, go we ahead. Heard, we heard follow the science. Well, I followed the money, and I followed the science. Ah. <laughs> money, 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 well, money, yeah. money Later does back. all. I'll tell you the root of all evil, don't you know? Thanks, Thanks Corey. Hey, that appreciate it. Dave, getting back, getting back before we go on the break here. Yes, all those former presidents, uh, literally, that are in jail in Peru, Ecuador, and even Brazil, yeah. were brought up on corruption charges. Mm. And you see massive corruption uh, in some of well, these yeah. uh, democracies in Central and South America, mm. and. Yeah, uh, in other republics throughout the world, Africa. I mean, look at some of these uh, mm. countries in Africa. But here's one for you. Troops may be deployed to Haiti. Okay. All right? Because the gangs Who's are literally... Troops? Well, wait a minute. I'm going to get to it oh. here, okay? Not the United States. Hallelujah, brother. I'll Thank tell you, you right All now. Right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Kenyan forces from Africa. What? Apparently, there's uh, international military forces. The government that's falling apart in Haiti, has asked for assistance. And upon approval, Kenyan forces with others may be deployed uh, to the nation of Haiti. Interesting, that? isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Strange. So, not us, Thankfully. 849 at KDAL. Good morning. This is the KDAL Morning Show with Dave Strandberg and Neil Atkins. Remember December of 63? Oh, what a Woo! night. Some, uh, I feel seasons. like dancing. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh. Late back in 63. 63. 63. What Boy, a year that was. I was in uh, uh, junior high school. Let's go to the phones real quick here. Our final call of the morning, actually. How's this? Hey, this is Wade. How are you guys doing? Wade, okay. what's shaking, Wade? Well, I just got three quick things. <laughs> okay. What's One up? is... One is, and, and, and it's just reporting ain't what it used to be. I'll agree with you that. Know, it, 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 yeah. it just ain't even close to Hunter and Brinkley and Walter Cronkite and Eric Severide and all of that. Kind of aged myself there. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is, is I had a little end of the world yesterday. I came up to a four-way stop. And everybody knew the right of way law. <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Wade, my hallelujah, brother. Where was this? Uh, oh, out man, in uh, Twig or somewhere, oh. or what? Was anybody uh, turning left at that intersection? <laughs> Nobody was turning left. Okay, that I, helps. I was just amazed we could <laughs> all get across <laughs> all without right, good. starting and stopping. Hey. One last thing. Yes, sir. This is just this. This is just for everybody to watch the legislative session this year. You're going to see something that that you would never think would happen, but it is Minnesota, so it'll probably happen. Um, they're looking for a thing called the Clean Transportation Act. Right. It's going to add 36 to 43 cents per gallon on gasoline. And it's not money that will be earmarked for roads or bridges. Right into the dark hole of the general fund. It'll just go right into the liberal ether. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, let's hope that doesn't and pass. that is well, what yeah. happens when you have a trifecta government. Well, we'll have yeah. to pin down Hostchild, who's our state senator, and I'm hoping to there get him on the show, and then Natalie Zazelzenkar is going to come on board here. Uh, and, yeah, and she uh, we'll is, to pin uh, down. she's announced for re-election, by the way. So she has, so we're going to have to fill out all get the everybody good to sign on the dotted line. You know, <laughs> I know. Yeah. We'll get some of our legislators on board here, so... <laughs> 
Uh, well, thanks for uh, tipping us yeah, off on that. That sixty. Uh, I don't. The legislature starts next Tuesday, by the way. Yep. I think. Uh, well, Wade, yeah. thanks, buddy. Appreciate yeah. it. Good to hear from you. So uh, here's something for you, there, Dave. All right. Uh, on not quite this date, but this time of the year, in February in 1974. I was going to UMD. Mm-hmm. You were out of the Air Force by then, weren't you? I was, yeah. yeah. And I'd just gotten back a, a year and a half before from my deployment, and I mm-hmm. uh, was finally out of the service. And in the Naval Reserve, though, I had to go down and drill. The Naval oh. Reserve used to be down in Park Point. They yeah, had, had yeah. a cu- couple of Quonset huts down there for us. At least us. it was by the water. By the water, but no boats or anything <laughs> like that. But And we I, we had the medical unit down there. We had sick sick bay with the ah. uh, Naval Reserve. And then there was the Army Reserve that had their MASH unit down there. Wow. But anyway, so I'm uh, skiing. I fall. Uh-oh. That's why I don't ski. Cause I break fall. my leg, oh. a spiral fracture on my tibia. Oh. They rush me down to uh, 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 St. Mary's, uh, Franklin Johnson, uh, Bob Campaign and Franklin Johnson were my doctors. They had a, a, wow. a clinic out in, in Morgan Park. Uh, uh, Frank came down and set my leg, and off I went on a long leg cast. Mm. And here it was. Snow was deep in the whole nine yards. We had snow then. Yeah. And my Remember mom, those days? They, my mom came down to get me at the hospital and brought me out to the lake. And we got neighbors to come and carry me down to the house. Uh, a spiral fracture is like the X marks a spot. It yeah. twists the bone and snaps oh, it okay. And, uh, well, you're so, walking without a limp now, so they must have done uh, a good well, job. Well, so yeah. the leg broke. 30 years later, I'm having problems with my knee. So oh. I go in to uh, my friend, uh, orthopedic surgeon Bill Schnell, who's uh, retired now. Okay. And he says, Neil, you've got a meniscus tear. And we're trying to figure how that came. And that came about when I broke my leg and oh, twisted. Oh, wow. But it was a tear that you never noticed until 30 years later. Wow. And guess what? Yeah. Uh, about 10, 12 years later, I had to have a full knee replacement. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 50 years ago. It all I started fell, broke my leg, ended up having to have a couple of surgeries yeah. 30 to 40 years later on my knee. So I just thought I'd share and that. now he's you. a partial bionic man. I am partially bionic. I'm not the $6 million man, but no, whatever the case bionic is. bionic it is. Uh, we got another quick call. This has to be really quick. Hi, who's this? Go. You're on. I guess or not. Hello. Yeah. Yes, yes. I'm here. Go quick. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, hi. I, I have a request that Dave quits interrupting Neil so much. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt you, too, because yeah. we're out of time. But right. thanks for calling anyway. All right, Dave, you, on that note, I've got to give you a good human. Well, here's two things. we got right. to interrupt you first. What are you going to do? I'm not. I'm oh, just, shut up, I'm you just, bad boy. Yeah. Well, Dave and I have known each other since the uh, <laughs> uh, late 1970s. You interviewed me. Uh, well, wow. Rick Jordan interviewed me before you did oh, when I'm I first sure ran did. for public office. Yeah. And you interviewed me numerous well, I wasn't, times. Yeah, I wasn't in news back in those no, days. No, you weren't. But uh, back in, when did you get into news? Wow. 80s, late 80s? Probably 90s. 90s, yeah. Well, you interviewed me when I was on right. the council. Right. And Just then a when lowly I, DJ before when I ran When I ran for mayor. Yes, but you were our, f- our, <laughs> our favorite DJ at oh, WAKX. Okay. You right, and fine. Lou Lotto out there. Yeah. Please, I'll tell mm-hmm. you. Well, we, here's something we brought to you first before anybody else in town did in the news. This is months and months ago. Yeah. This is the uh, Feeding Our Future case, the oh, big yeah. fraud deal, $250 million fraud deal in the Twin Cities, revolving around COVID. Uh, 
monies that were going to go and supposedly feed kids and feed people. Mm. Now, apparently, this is out of the Minneapolis paper as of yesterday, uh, front page here. Now, defendants, number 770, <laughs> wow. 17 guilty pleas so far. And more and more people coming on board, relatives, uh, uh, and it's just, unfortunately, mm-hmm. 99% of all the people are out of the Somali community or Ethiopian community yeah. in the Twin Cities. Uh, the architect of it was not. She was the one that was uh, leading the charge on this, and apparently she's been charged. Well, that's good. They got the leader anyway. Well, that's true. Plus, they've got another yeah. 17 people that have pled guilty. Mm-hmm. Uh, $250 million altogether. They're seizing assets in the whole nine yards. Uh, they went and set up scam uh, feeding operations where they allegedly fe- fed thousands of pe- kids a day or people and never fed anybody. Wow. And it goes on and on and on. Yeah. Now, this is when money was funneled through the state and there was improper oversight by the state. Now, under new legislation, there's more oversight. But this is where things got chaos. But anyway, I thought I'd bring that up to you. We'll see Pretty you on good. Friday. Neil, love will keep us together. There you go. Neil, back on Friday around uh, about 8 o'clock during the 8 o'clock. Huh? You will? I hope so. Up next, we've got news at 9 o'clock. That'll be followed by news from the folks at uh, Minnesota News Network and Wisconsin Radio Network, uh, following CBS News. And Bruce is back with all the sports, too, next hour as the morning show wraps up here on a Wednesday. By the way, Wall Street opening with stocks higher. I forgot to ask Neil about that. So, way to go, Wall Street.